Players Podcast with Justin Alexio and Jeremiah Watkins. New episodes every Wednesday. Welcome to the show. Who's ready to talk about sex, nerds, Photoshop, <laughs> voiceover, murder, murder, acting? Guys, this is the web third, design. This is the third time we've reco- tried to record this podcast. Something is happening today. <laughs> it's okay though. We have Natalia Fedner Natalia in the house. Fedner. <sighs> She's been such a gem. She's been a Clementine. <laughs> There's inside jokes that are happening already on the podcast that we can't explain because it happened in two other podcasts. But we're going to move on from that, and we're going to get right into it. She's a voiceover artist. She's a web designer. She's an actress and improviser. So much more. Natalia, welcome to the show. What up? Thank you, guys. You forgot Superhuman, capable of blowing out charges and podcasts. Yeah, you're fucking this up. I don't know what (laughs) the F is going on. It's bad. But it's okay. We're here now. We're We're here. here. It's just more time we get to spend together in each other's aurora. This is all part aurora, of aurora. his master plan. It's all part of Justin's master plan. Yeah. This yep. is to get how, me in a room with him. I was I, this, is how, this is how I make people fall he in love with me. He told me to force quit the application <laughs> two times. Jesse's like, I, we need I, 10 I more did, minutes I with need, her in here, I got to okay? find her secrets. <laughs> <laughs> did, uh, you guys, uh, we covered on uh, previous podcasts. <laughs> well, they don't uh, know that, They Jeremiah. don't know. I, I talk I, like it's new, bro. I know, dude, I know. Let me get into it, bro. You know what? But... Natalia said our second go-around wasn't the best. <laughs> the first one was better. And let me say it, the second podcast was mostly driven by Jeremiah. No, it wasn't. She got me talking about Photoshop, and then I was just like, what am I doing? I'm talking too much about Photoshop. You're talking about Photoshop. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, I lost my train of thought because, anyway, drama is good for, for podcasts anyway. So you guys are loving what's what's going on. But uh, uh, Natalia said uh, that they met at iOS interning. Um, now, Justin... Um, like, oh, my God. This could be like a test. We could test him to see how much he retained from the other podcast. Could you pretend to be me for this podcast? Yes. Like, could I ask you the questions and you could answer them? Okay, cool. Um, right. So, Natalia, are, are you from America? No, I'm not. I am from Mother <laughs> Russia land. Mother Russia land? Mother uh, Russia all land. of Russia? All of, you know, a very small part of Russia, a very small village. I moved here when I am six years old. Wow, you have a very thick accent yeah he lost it over the years of moving to the americas but now i live in a gayborhood oh really a gayborhood yes it's a mix of russian and gay men <laughs> does that make you feel right at home uh actually it does it's combining my two favorite things gay people and russians well Italia, you sound really cool yes i am very attractive female <laughs> What's you, your what's your what's the fruit you compare yourself to? I compare myself to Clementines because <laughs> I am little and cute, just like cuties. <laughs> oh my God! Uh, I, I see you have an affinity for Arnold Schwarzenegger. You're starting to sound uh, like him. <laughs> <laughs> I have something in my throat right now. <laughs> um, Holy oh, Jesus! Gosh. What's happening right oh, now? Oh, you know. Oh, here's another question, Natalia. When it comes um, to porn and it comes to straight gay porn, I, it sounds like men really don't like watching other men in porn, but women don't mind. What do you have to say about that? I think that we can both agree that the female body is more interesting and beautiful to look at than the male, so that's why more people like to watch the female. Kind of sound like the Cookie Monster there. <laughs> You know, they don't know this, but his answers are like pretty right on for yeah. what I said earlier. Like that's word for word what I said. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. a good listener. No, I'm a good listener. Good boy. I'm a good good interviewer. But that's basically that was probably the fastest recap that we could have done <laughs> from the other. We pulled the best of from the other podcast, All right. and now we're set. Thank yeah. God. And now they know me. Now I think we're done. Yeah, yeah. I think. Uh, thank you so much for coming by the shortest podcast. You interview me as you, the weirdest, weirdest uh-huh. podcast ever. Uh, did uh, now Justin uh, interned with you uh, for a while at IO? Did he ever try to date you? I try and date a lot of people. Yeah, I guess so. Did he did he? ask me out once. Uh, yeah. What was I that told, like? Okay, here's some telling. I told him I was like Jeremiah. I think. I asked her out once. Do not bring that up on the podcast. <laughs> I said, "Oh, I'm definitely bringing it up on the podcast." I shouldn't have told him. I'm an I'm a huge idiot. I shouldn't have told you. <laughs> I knew it was gonna come up if I told him. Here we are. Oh, it was very sweet. He's like, you know, don't I do it nice though? Like yeah, in he's an unassuming very sweet way. Guy. Very unassuming. Where, where you can still be my friend afterwards, and you're not like it's weird, so that I can creep back in a couple years later. <laughs> just, just come back. Just I think I was like, was like giving you a ride to your car or something, or like I can't remember. I feel like I was driving you back somewhere. God perfect it was perfect time i was like i'm in her car this is he's like you don't just I'm give a ride to a boyfriend right now you don't girls just give just a ride give you don't just give a ride to somebody it doesn't happen girls aren't nice here's they're not a- polite they're not considerate <laughs> they would never do that here's my thing is i will i never want to be a sister i'm like i should have done that and i felt it in the moment and that's what i do i have no regrets well Good. he's ve- he was very sweet i just you know i wasn't really into dating anyone at that time it's okay so it's okay but you we talked on a different missed, podcast of the top five things that you like about justin well, number one was his hair uh, yeah he's got some is, great hair which is weird because most girls don't say that. that's their number one dislike <laughs> <laughs> it really uh, is all right let's start off with the hair <laughs> I told this story uh, a couple weeks ago on the podcast. I, I played dodgeball, and all the girls got together, and they sat me down at the bar, <laughs> and they are like, Justin, you'd be so much hotter if you cut your hair. <laughs> like, it was like an intervention for my hair. She's feeling his hair right now, yeah. by the way. Just this so I'm, is, just so I'm this the is, space this of, is like, foreplay. the description of what's <laughs> going on. Um, yeah, I could see that. All right. Oh, wow. She just changed. Yeah, it she just cha- it's so funny. She moved it just a little <laughs> bit and it poofed up like three feet. <laughs> I'll say this like much. You know what it is? Ashen. I think your hair is really nice, but um, it just depends on the look you're going for. You kind of have very much the California boy thing going right now. The kind of shaggy, yeah, yeah bro. Uh, totally, yeah, dude. Bro. Yeah. Where's the weed at? Dude? That's exactly, yeah, you get the weed look right now. Um, if you wanted to have a more cleaned up look, which is probably what these women are trying to convert you into, <laughs> they want <laughs> yeah. you to be a man. I don't want to date these stinky dodgeball girls. <laughs> these stinky dodgeball girls. <laughs> They always smell after they work out. Well, yeah, no, I think anybody who like, sweats, they just glisten. What are you talking about? <laughs> right? That's true. That's very, very true. At least where I am from in <laughs> Russia, the women only glisten. <laughs> but we talked about you showed us uh, uh, between the mm. podcasts. You showed us uh, uh, some uh, stuff that you designed on your phone. You yeah, talk about, tell us about that. You design clo- clothing and stuff, uh, like outside of acting and stuff and yeah. uh, fashion I, stuff. I like to do it all. I, I think the entertainment industry is really fascinating to me. I think fashion and entertainment go hand in hand. And uh, I went to Parsons School of Design in New York City mm-hmm. once upon a time um, before I even started acting. And, and and what ended up happening before I go into the fashion thing is somehow I still ended up behind a desk, which really pissed me off oh. because I'm like, if you're going to end up behind a desk, you should be like a lawyer or someone who gets paid a lot of money, right? right? Yeah. Not like a minimum wage designer. And so I was like, what can I do that will never land me behind a desk? <gasps> 
I'll be an actor. <laughs> so like I went from like starving artist designer to like starving actor person. Yeah. My parents were really proud. Um, <laughs> and both, I got a degree in both too, which is fascinating, two art degrees. People are always like, really? I'm like, yeah, I'm still paying off loans. They're like you took out loans to get art degrees. <laughs> yes. Hey, it yes. taught you. Did you feel like you learned? I did. I learned a lot about what not to do. <laughs> I feel like in what I, like as, like whatever we're uh-huh. doing out here, that's a lot. Especially like within comedy and acting, you learn so much. Especially the first few years of just what not to do. Well, I think experience is everything. I mean, as someone who has the degrees, I will say I've often learned more just on the job. Or like especially with acting. Oh my gosh, being on set. Yeah. Uh, that's when you learn stuff. As especially. Oh my god. Oh, I've got nightmares of like, you know, when you're green and you're on set for the first time, you're doing a sitcom for the first time, you're doing a TV show for the first time. For the listeners out there who aren't familiar with the entertainment industry, like there's certain rules that nobody ever teaches you and you have to like find out the hard way. Like you don't delineate from the script on a sitcom. You do not. There's a rhythm, there's a music. Did you do that? Oh, oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and my lines got cut when it aired (gasps) because I'm pretty sure, I mean like, like, it was like one of the last lines in the episode. Sure. Co-star, which means you're not important to the plot in any way they can cut you if they want to yeah it was actually on iCarly years ago all right Disney or that Nickelodeon yeah Nickelodeon I was so excited I'd booked a role I just moved out to LA and um I like improv in the audition I'm an improviser people sure and I booked the role and I was like okay well if I improv in the audition I may as well just like (laughs) improv on the thing (laughs) nobody and like I think at one point I did it once and like the guy who's like in charge of scripts or scripty or you know continuity comes up he's like he's like that's the the line is there I'm like oh like it's fine like it's fine (laughs) it's like I kept doing it and then like when the episode aired like and the thing iCarly iCarly like airs like a year after it shoots so a year later I'm like sitting there with my boyfriend on the couch watching the TV the thing airs and like you see me like get all excited I'm on there and then like it cuts the credits I'm like I just look like a background actor no offense to background actors and that's how you learn the hard way that there's certain things but if it had been like a, another kind of TV show it would have been okay to improv and you just yeah. don't know but on sitcoms yeah, it's a big fat that's no. crazy the director wow. wasn't like hey can you mm. say the lines yeah yeah <laughs> like they just weren't like straight up with you like okay uh, don't deviate from the script <laughs> at all like you need to say this verbatim yeah, and I mean, like, you know, looking back on it now, I'm like, whatever, you know, dust that off the shoulder. But yeah. back then, that was really sad to me. Of yeah, course. that must have you been sucked, so dude. That would have been heartbreaking to me because Justin just booked his first uh, TV credit yeah. uh, recently, and it aired, and I saw it, and it was dope. Uh, they uh, They cut out my lines, too, but they... He was heavily featured. Though. Yeah, well, like, they... I was on set for two days, and they found a way to, like cut them all out but <laughs> but i was like there's no way they're gonna cut my lines because i'm i'm the show revolved around my murder yeah but they found a way to do it they, they yeah. put music over it oh my gosh and that is definitely that's the thing with you know acting is a complete process of rejection yeah, yeah. i mean whether it's auditioning or even just like i have friends who have gotten huge parts and they'll like be all excited and they'll facebook about it and then they won't be even in the movie at all they'll, yeah they'll, yeah, I mean, I have—I don't have a TV credit yet, so he—he <laughs> he, he had some uh, some bad stuff happen. He almost oh. got one. Oh yeah, I. So I booked an, uh, a role on uh, the new girl. It was like a co-star. Mm-hmm. It was like four or five lines, and uh, they ended up cutting the scene right before we we're gonna shoot it. And I was like, no. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, that stuff happens. So you booked it, and they're like, no, no thanks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I it's happened so many times at this point in my acting career. That's why I think I'm sort of gravitating a little bit more <laughs> towards design because sure. I like to have control. Uh, of and, course. And um, 
unless I think you have no other options and you're 100% only passionate about acting and that's what you love, like you might want to consider the other things you like in this life because it's pretty tough out yeah, there. Yeah, I was told, yeah, uh, who told me? I think Chris Tucker told me uh -huh. this. He was like, Chris Tucker. So Chris Tucker's like your mentor. Well, I met I, when I first knew Justin that here. Rolls deep. <laughs> Can I, first, I hang out with Chris Tucker? <laughs> when I first knew that here, I was like, I need. I, I was getting, I was getting all these advice from people, and I was like, I don't trust this person. I don't trust this person. I was like, I'm gonna ask people that have made it. Chris Tucker. So, yeah. so I would <laughs> seek these people out. He told me, if "There's anything else you like in life? Just do that. She'll be happier." I was like. Wow, he said that. Yeah, I've like, heard oh, that uh, so many times. I don't think I've ever heard that story. That's crazy. I have, I've heard like people, all sorts of people, say things along those lines. And the thing is, I love acting. I think there's yeah so much fun and youthful energy in acting. I hate everything else surrounding it, though. Like the business of the industry is so tough, and it, it like it really is drains the art and fun out of it a lot of the time. I mean, I hate to be that like negative Nancy. No, you're being real. So what our art. Our demographic is teenagers. Oh, they teenage freaking girls. love it whenever we get real. <laughs> yeah, getting program. real. Getting well, you know what? I will say this. Like, I initially got into voiceovers thinking I had zero chance at all. When you get into like any realm of acting, there's all these like mm -hmm. older people that are like, hey, you're not going to succeed. I was your age. You know? And <laughs> it Nick Nolte. <laughs> I don't know. That was somebody. Somebody. Some really like, like, no, that was a woman who had smoked for too many years. <laughs> oh, gotcha. That was like Seinfeld's agent or something like that. <laughs> nice. And, um, yeah, and, and, and people always want to say, no, you can't do it, or the market's saturated. And the only reason I even got into it was because I speak a lot of languages. And I'm sure. like, well, maybe I can just book something foreign language. Yeah. And it actually really worked out for me. Like, I love voiceovers. And for me, there's a lot less bullshit. Usually with voiceovers, you can go direct. There's just so much less um, of a process. There's so many. Like, you book a voiceover, you, like, record it the next day, you're done. Like, it's. Yeah. It's incredible. I love it. I encourage people out there who mm -hmm. love to do things with their voice, uh, like talk. <laughs> yeah. And, and you don't have to be able to sing because I can't sing to save my life. So I guess I talk real good, though. Yeah. So there yeah. you go. There I mean, you go. The consonants or whatever it's called. I don't know. Consonants. Yeah. I've something. done only a couple like voiceover things. And uh, I used to do like morning radio. And it was it's so much easier. And, How like, fun is it, though, It's too. really fun. Like you get in the booth and they're like, yeah. all right, let's do another take. And then like the only awkward part, I feel like, of voiceover is whenever you're muted in the booth and you see them talking. You're like, am I doing something wrong? <laughs> I know, right? Like you're like getting in your head like, wait, am I? They're firing me right now, aren't they? Oh, no. What am I doing wrong? I remember the first voiceover I ever booked. And I booked it off an iPhone. Like, <clears throat> I was in a car. I got the audition. And I had to record. And we were driving up to San Francisco. It's like an eight-hour drive. Yeah, I yeah. didn't bring my computer. I just had my boyfriend's iPhone. I recorded it. And it was a sound alike. It was supposed to sound like one of the characters in iCarly. Ironically, this thing just keeps haunting me. <laughs> and I booked it somehow. And then I got into the booth. I'd never done this before. I had no training whatsoever. I'm like in the booth. And I just felt like a rock star. It, it really is amazing. Yeah. You put your little headset on. Oh, of course. The microphone's in front of you. Even if you're like me and you can't sing, you just want to belt those high notes. <laughs> <laughs> And it was for like a toy. And I'm pretty sure I said things like, I'm a taco. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> well, you uh, earlier, uh, you were talking about uh, a voiceover gig that you uh, just booked. <laughs> well, I've, I've ex it's actually like the second time I've recorded for them. But yeah. Cool. So what? Wh tell us uh, what that is mm -hmm. exactly, like your most recent thing <laughs> that you booked. Uh -huh. um, <laughs> I do a lot of different things in voiceovers. Mm -hmm. This particular one was for the lion's den which is a pretty cool store Ooh, for what is that adults oh mm -hmm. it's an adult store okay. yeah they're really what are cool they doing people the store? 
Um, and Justin is never allowed to come <laughs> in those stores. He's probably not. Yeah, they'd kick him right out. He's like, come to my friend's bedroom where we record our <laughs> I, podcast. I've actually been kicked out of multiple adult stores when I was 18. That's what we did really? in high school. We just go drive to the college, to ASU, and just go in the adult bookstores and, you know, touch everything. <laughs> and I've, I've been kicked out before. Mm. I'm sorry, Justin. It's okay. I made me a better man. Maybe today. this time when you go into the store, you can hear my voice. <laughs> Coming out a lot. It's like right, the most recent thing I just recorded was in-store promotions. But, yeah. You know, I've done some radio work for them. And it's a lot less dirty than people think. It's actually pretty funny. They keep it humorous and upbeat. And so what's dirty. like some of the things that you would have to say? Is yeah. it like do specific? You, do you like, say we have like, adult toys? And uh, I mean, it'll be, you know, we'll talk about the actual toys. Okay. <laughs> Insert here. No, it's an instructional <laughs> video. <laughs> More like this is on sale. This but is a woman. <laughs> this is like very basic. That's hilarious. This is a man. Welcome to the lion's den, <laughs> where we teach you everything and so much more about sexual adventures. Oh my gosh! Like your seventh grade health teacher never did. Oh Jesus. Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. The people at that company are really nice too. I do a lot of video games actually, which you were asking me about earlier yeah, before yeah, yeah. we started recording. Um, video games are so fun. I mean, uh, so fun. I did Grand Theft Auto Five. That's oh, awesome. Oh shit! That's yeah. my shit. That's your shit. I haven't <laughs> played it yet, but I love that series. I did yeah. that. We recorded that. I think almost years ago now. It just came out. Wow. I do play a Russian person in that. Yeah. Um, Can you tell which one? Have you played it? I haven't played it. I have to find me. I emailed them because when they, when we recorded for them, they were all like so secretive. Like they wouldn't of even course. tell you that it was Grand Theft Auto Five. They called it something else. I knew because y- the level course. of cursing and the things that were going on in the game. You're like, this is definitely a Grand Theft Auto series. Yeah. Um. So I was just kind of like waiting, and finally I called them up. I think the company's called Rockstar Games. Yep. Yeah. Rockstar. Definitely. And I was like, guys, did I make the cut in the game? Because there's so many characters. I mean, like, and I don't, I mean, I hate to say it, but I don't really play video games. Right, right, right. Um, so I didn't really have time to find me. So if you guys find me, let me know out there. <laughs> Russian character. Um, but I also recorded a really big one I can't talk about that's coming out this year. It's 2014. Oh, my God. Yay. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. It sounds nothing like me. You will never be able to guess. That's and a testament that's all to I your skill. Say. Now, it's a video game? Yeah. It's okay. a big one. It's cool. going to be a big one. Big video game. Be on the the lookout. Barney come out. Barney come that. out this year. Barney. A new Barney game. I used to play Barney. Barney? Like the big purple that, dinosaur? Yeah. <laughs> that's that's the game that she's super excited. Guys, I don't know. I can't talk about it. <laughs> I don't know. There's she a big talk about secret it. undercover <laughs> Barney Wait, video what, what game Wait, what does Barney sound out. like? He's like, like I got a Barney. A Barney. No, that's not what Barney sounds like. I don't. That's why I don't do voiceover. Barney has a good... Yeah, you do that in the booth. <laughs> They're like, all right, Justin, uh, you're reading for the I... role of a uh, cashier. <laughs> I'm a cashier. <laughs> They're like, uh, that's not the lines. <laughs> I think, what is it? Barney sounds kind of like Nathan oh, Lane on you. Halloween. Yeah, he's and, very uh, Helium, like yeah. this. Yes, that's, that's pretty good. That's yeah. pretty good. You got it. Yeah, Nathan that's Lane like, on Helium. trying to show me up, dude. <laughs> we all got skills. Well, we I've, can't have play... you... What was the first voiceover you recorded? Uh, the well, I've done like some animation, and then I've done like uh, radio promo stuff, mm-hmm. and then uh, I did a a commercial recently that was non-union. It was so low. Like I talked to. Are you friend. union? I'm not. Okay. Uh, I talked to somebody who was in it, and she's like, "That's the worst rate I've ever heard." <laughs> it, was it was like a hundred dollars. Yeah, it was it? like a hundred or, or hundred fifty bucks, and but it was awesome. Like I was in and out like within an hour, and I was like, "This, I wish I could do these." Well, gigs everybody all starts the time. somewhere. I mean, oh, you got it. You build your non-union reel to get into the union. Yeah. You know. So. Now, do you, would will you end up putting your Grand Theft Auto uh, character once you find it on your reel, or how does that work? 
I don't know. There's, I don't, like I, I mean, did, literally like, the things I recorded for them were like so much screaming and cursing. Like, uh, I don't yeah. know if I could even put it on my reel. It's all like cursing right. and Um But mostly, ironically, in voiceovers, the teachers I've had have told me to produce your own reel. Like, I've had enough work at this point in voiceovers where I could easily create a reel for my you book jobs. It. But instead, you go into a professional's like recording booth who yeah. directs you and they have you do like kind of like a rainbow of voices sure. to create a reel. So you're not even really using. <laughs> your bookings yeah. and it, it's kind of you know it's everybody will tell you something different some people will say you should really just use the work that you've done other people will say well then you you know you're not showing as much range as you can maybe you could do a little mix of both right you know like recently oh my god my voice story is going to kill me because i still haven't gotten around to editing this but right around halloween we realized that i could do a bunch of horror voices like sure. witches goblins all sorts of stuff so we Ooh, can you do one now which will I'll get you, my pretty, and you'll need to talk to. <laughs> As I peed a little bit, I was a little bit scared. Yeah, that chirp at the end got me. Thanks, thanks. That's my specialty. And then today, we're going to be selling sex toys. Um, wow. I just got a boner, guys. She's so good. She scared me, then she gave me a boner. This is crazy. But, I mean, that's why, I mean, I think voiceovers are so fun. You can, like, show up in your pajamas when you record from home. I mean, you can't you do can that. Do that is that professional? I totally do that. Totally That's so cool. Oh, I mean, yeah, it's a good oh, time. The people when I, mm -hmm. I went to like a, a place in the valley, uh, whenever I did that gig, and the people who were coming in there were so like it was the opposite of you know, everybody's so well put together in an audition room. People were just like in their gym shorts, <laughs> people are like in spandex coming from the gym, what like whatever. They're just like doing their session, and then bouncing. I'm like, man, this is awesome. I it's it's I have friends who are professional. Like I consider myself a voiceover artist, but this is not how I make all my money. Like right. I have friends who this is what they do full time. It's intense. Once you become a professional, like you become like saying a voice of a network. Like you, you know, you're listening to a TV show and a voice comes on telling you what's coming up next. Right, right. That's usually like one person who's paid to do that for that particular channel, and they are on, on call twenty four seven. They have to oh. have a booth in their own apartment or house, and like they literally can't do any more regular acting or anything else. They sign a contract for that year, and usually Whoa. they're salaried. So there's like it's like a double edged sword because I have friends who are actors who can't act anymore on TV because they're in too many contracts for voiceovers where they can't say really? I can get away they can't get away for three days to shoot something yeah whoa mm -hmm. whoa that's whoa. a crazy problem to have yeah. it's, it's like, a good problem on some yeah, level yeah. but then I also have my friend Chris who I don't know Chris Emerson who's an amazing voiceover actor you know he's he's kind of spent the last two years getting back into regular acting because yeah. uh, initially he had done so well with voiceovers and he's a young guy a young good looking guy so it's not like he's like you know fat and old or like any reason he can't be on TV right so there you go. You come back full circle. Got to come so back. So where do you want to be in 10 years? I would like to own the world. Mm -hmm. Me too. And all the puppies Let's in the world. Let's do it together. Okay. But especially the puppies have to be potty trained. I, right. Yeah. yeah. That could be gross. Ugh. Yeah. Too yep. many puppies in a small area. <laughs> I always watch, whenever trained. I watch 101 Dalmatians, I'm like, there's no way. They're like, <laughs> they're like <laughs> they got to be pooping everywhere. <laughs> I know. I, I whenever I'm having a stressful day, literally, let's go to the LOL cat moment. The thing that makes me feel good is the idea of just like being surrounded by puppies or kittens. Oh yeah. Except for they all have to be potty trained. That's oh, yeah. the one stipulation. Yeah. And they can get like your milk out of the, the fridge. That's my fantasy. Where I'm just like, I don't want to. <laughs> With their two like, inch arms. Yeah, yeah. Their little paws. <laughs> well, that's that's why it's a fantasy because <laughs> it's not likely to happen. 
Oh my gosh. My friend Sammy um, hacked. You know, I told you earlier, I, I know a lot of hackers. He hacked. What are those things called? Did you say that? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. A, I told podcast. it on the. Sorry, guys. We've had like three podcasts at this point. <laughs> guys, she's been recording with us for nine days. <laughs> This is a nine-day shoot. This is intense. But I have a lot of friends who are hackers, which, believe me, everyone should have friends who are hackers. Oh, yeah. They're incredible. And I'm like a part-time hacker, but I'm not at all at the level my friends are at. And my Can we Sammy, admit this on the podcast? This is course. some dangerous stuff. No, they're yeah, like cool hackers. Firewalls and stuff like that. <laughs> Don't even worry about it. But he like uh, he took a is it called a Roomba that little vacuum yeah. cleaner thingy? Yeah. He hacked it to get water for him out of the fridge. So he like added like some sort of pole to it and a little like mechanism so they could like poke. It could like like you know there's like some fridges have that compartment where yeah. you can stick the glass into it and the water comes down. Yeah, he modified his Roomba because he was so lazy one day and like hungover or something to go get him water. So <laughs> really? I was thinking, you don't need kittens and puppies. You just need Sammy. Yeah. Wow. You just need a Roomba. I want to be yeah. friends with Sammy. Yeah. <laughs> Give him That's my awesome. digits. <laughs> Tell him to call me. Except for then he'll like hack into your computer and know everything. Uh. In fact, that might be why we crashed all those times. <laughs> Uh-oh. He's Something's in. bad happening? <laughs> We're looking at bad things. All the spiders are on All, the, all the spiders. Uh, let's talk uh, briefly about uh, we we you know looked at your IMDb before yeah we, we did we, uh, we looked at all the pictures oh my gosh, it's so checked much out fun. some of that uh, <laughs> said you're on Conan um, there was um, uh, Gossip Girl iCarly um, Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist do you want to talk about any of the projects uh, or any of those uh, super yeah what was the coolest specifically one? fun or I loved doing Conan. Mm-hmm. That sounded a little bit wrong. Um, he's very tall. It would not be would physically it? possible. Um, yeah. I, <laughs> Sign me up, baby. <laughs> no, I really, I think Conan, the team that works with Conan are some of the best people I've ever had the chance to work with in my career as an actor. And I was so lucky because I was originally with them when it was The Tonight Show. Yeah. And uh, Rick, who's the, well, I don't know if I'm allowed to say the casting director. Everyone's going to swamp him now. Never mind. Pretend I didn't say that. I didn't <laughs> give you a last name. Um the casting director of The Tonight Show with Conan was the same casting director once they shifted over to Conan's you know, own show. Yeah. Um, and I was so lucky to be able to call in for that because I think I, I actually don't know, but I think I did like eight episodes. Um, not Damn. All of, yeah. Um, and I'm, you know, when you do shows like that, not everything you do airs, just like what we talked about earlier. Especially right. you have to realize the writers are writing it the night before or oh, the morning totally. of. Totally. And they're just creating as many sketches as they can based on what happened in today's events. And some of them, once we record, aren't as funny. Or maybe yeah. they're... Like, I know one was offensive. Like, one didn't make it to air because they were really worried about, you know, that the NBC people were like, uh, no. Right. Or a lot, it'll be funnier <laughs> in the writer's room then it gets in front of the live right. audience and then it doesn't translate for the Exactly, live yeah. exactly. But I think what was cool about that... Um, show is that Conan brought his people out here from New York. Now you know that stuff records out here in LA now. Yeah. But he brought his team out from his original show back in the day, in yeah. New York. And so it's this amazing tight knit family. Everyone's super nice. You you get to set and like you know once you do a show several times, even if they're like six months apart in gig bookings, you get to know people. Yeah, and they know you. That's when I was like, oh my god, all I want is to be like a TV show. You know, either recurring or right. you know, series regular because it's so cool when you actually have like you know a rhythm to that. So yeah, yeah, definitely call him. That's call awesome. me, guys. Call me. <laughs> call her back. Guys. Yeah, she's been, been a while. leaving so many voicemails <laughs> for you. All right, guys. Sorry, we're having to end the episode a little bit early. This episode, we had like a, so many technical Un- difficulties. Yeah, we ended uh, ended on a technical difficulty that we actually thought the, all the podcasts got deleted. Jeremiah yeah. pulled some Houdini magic and yeah, recovered them all. I was able to recover some stuff, and uh, even this episode. So uh, 
Natalia Fedner, thank you so much for coming by the building yeah. and dealing with all of our tech uh, difficulties. And uh, we uh, want to uh, plug uh, her Twitter and website yeah. now. Her, uh, her, her Twitter is at Natalia Fedner. Uh, it's spelled the way you see it on the podcast. Uh-huh. Her website is www.nataliafedner.com. Uh, she's going to be selling some cool fashion stuff uh, in the coming weeks. So she said to check her website out regularly for that because uh, she'll hook you up with some sweet stuff. Yeah, uh, but I actually had a blast doing that episode despite all the uh, technical oh, yeah. difficulties. It was fun. It would have been one of the best experiences if we didn't have to <laughs> right. restart four times. Uh, so thank you once again, Natalia, for coming by, being awesome. And uh, check out her stuff. Uh, Justin, do you have um, anything that you need to uh, plug for the weekend or anything? Uh, I'm going to be at Valley College uh, this tomorrow, Saturday, because this is coming out right now, hot off the presses. Hot off. And uh, I'll be at I.O. sometime next week. I don't know what day, but check my Twitter, and I'll let you guys know, at Justin Alexio. Cool. Check out my website, jeremiahwatkins.tv. And Monday, very exciting stuff. Uh, My new sketch group, Gringo, will start releasing sketches. uh, The first season, uh, 13 episodes. Uh, And uh, look for that. Thank you very much, uh, guys, for uh, listening to us, subscribing to us. Uh, leave us some comments below. Tell, tell us how much that uh, you like this episode uh, and uh, how much uh, you like Natalia. Uh, and uh, email us at thebuildingyears at gmail.com. Yep. That's Jeremiah Watkins. That's Justin Alexio. My 12-year-old brother told me that rain is God pissing on us all.